So Nina just cleaned the dirt from underneath my nail. So if you ever question <laughs> if she's a real friend, Don't. she's walking around with doo-doo in her finger. I can't like go out like that. You mind yours, and I'll mind mine. If you if you guys could see us now, we're really official right now. I have a headset on. Uh, me too. <laughs> this is crazy. So, I hope we sound better. Oh, we definitely do. Yeah. We're like coming off of a sickness, so if we sound a little congested, that's why. If you hear me hack... <laughs> Just mind your business. <laughs> Literally mind yours, please. <laughs> <laughs> but we're back and better than ever. And I truly, deeply apologize. People have been begging for episodes and we just have not been producing. Yeah. And in our defense, we have tried, you know, a lot of trial and error going on behind the scenes. But if you're listening to this, thank God. <laughs> Literally. This is like our, what, fifth take on this stupid episode bro. literally stupid episode and we better be perfect at this point because we know what we want to talk about literally okay so we plan on talking about ghosting and also like dating in your 20s because they are a joke so <laughs> let's somebody somebody it. needed to make a roadmap so we're here to uh, help you out and guide you yeah if you're about to be in your 20s or even go into college you need to know what to expect right and don't expect much <laughs> at all like at all so Peyton my question for you is what should we expect from someone we are casually dating oh I feel like this is very circumstantial um casual dating especially in college I'm gonna speak from a Hampton Hamptonian perspective because that's the only perspective I have but it's very difficult to date in college like here at Hampton because like where where are we about to go there's like <laughs> 10 10 girls to one guy literally what first are we of actually all. about to do first get married you're lying I'm supposed to find my Hampton love story here who okay. created that false narrative <laughs> literally you're getting my hopes up but it's just hookup culture that's it's literally it hookup is. culture like that's why I'm saying like it's circumstantial like it's really like your environment so don't come here thinking that like you're about to fall in love because I promise you once you get attached to that man He's up and gone. He's on to the next. He already has a girlfriend. Literally, I promise you he does. And she, either she's in your class with you or she's back home. But I promise you she exists. She's somewhere. Right. So I think, like, your expectations for casual dating should be very minimal. Um, of course, there's those one-off chances where you may fall in love. But just for all our, our lover girls out there, don't come in with very high hopes. Don't date. Like, just don't do it. Like, I feel like... Dating is... Dating is hefty. Date, you're saying dating, like, boyfriend, girlfriend? Um, I, I don't even know. <laughs> dating, like, like... No, don't date boyfriend and girlfriend. I feel like college is the place for you to, like, take the time to yourself to find who you are. I'm not saying you can't have a little job like, yeah, but you should not... You should not have a boyfriend, respectfully. Like, and those who are in relationships, I think you should break up. I'm sorry, but I had to say it. Somebody had to say it. I'm being right. honest. You should be taking this time to figure out who you are. At least, at least, for your freshman and sophomore year, you should not have at least have a boyfriend or be in a relationship. If it's not on and popping by, like, junior year, give up hope because, what, you're going to start dating senior year? 
Yeah, I know, right? Because if you really think about it, like, after we graduate here and get our diplomas from the illustrious HU, like, we're going into the real world. So anybody that you're building a relationship with is coming with you into the real world. And what? What are you going to do? Your plans are going to revolve around him? And, like, this is when we have, like, the most potential to go anywhere we want. And he is going to hold you back? Ain't no way, boy. That's what you're going to do is have them hold you back? Nah, nah. It's like, you don't know. (laughs) Please. Sorry, I'm really passionate. (laughs) No, this is your your topic. Go ahead, girl. You don't know your true potential unless you find yourself and know yourself outside of a relationship. Because if you're in a committed relationship for three years throughout college, like, you're not going to know who you are. And let's say graduation comes around, he's like, sorry, Stink, I'm going to Texas. And you're like, sorry, Stink, I'm going to New York. What, you're about to do long distance? No way. You're going to hold yourself back in New York City? Come Come on. Come (laughs) on. Come on. And tell me why I was about to say the exact same thing. So, like, good thing I let you go. But I was going to say, when you're, okay, like, when you're in high school, I had a, like, a two-year relationship in high school. Whatever. It was, it was what it was. But we broke up before, like, I came to college. And I feel like if you're in a relationship in high school and you bring that relationship to college and then you decide to stick with them, like, do you even know who you are? Right. The last time you were single, you were 16 and now you're 22. Do you even know who you are outside of this person? And that's why I think it's so important and so vital to be single while you're in college, at least for a couple of years, so you can figure out who you are, what makes you happy. Are you able to be alone and be okay? Like, I know girls who put a lot of worth, in, like, to themselves because of like who they're talking to how many guys they're talking to how many you know people they fucking and it's like that all can go away are you even happy but like alone and obviously they're not right like little things like that like rock the boat like significantly and it's just like you need to figure out how to be secure within yourself before you can be secure in a relationship right and that's why i think dating is a joke in college live your best life be carefree and I feel like nine out of ten relationships are just stress, anyways. Like Java. Yeah, you don't need it because college in itself is stressful. And these men, That's what I'm saying. these these Hamptonians, not even men, men and women are just so unserious. And when you are a genuine person and like you are looking for that, like you're just gonna get hurt. So we're saying this to protect you because as soon as you put your worth and value in a person and they turn around and disappoint you, you're gonna be left feeling like you aren't enough, mm-hmm. and that's not the case. Literally. So Peyton, now let's say let's say you're like dating or you're just talking to somebody and it's a vibe. Like, okay, okay? like you're it's a vibe. And all of a sudden, like you can't get in contact with them anymore. Like they ghosted you. Oh, boy. What do you do? (laughs) Like, what do you do without embarrassing yourself? Egging their car. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) literally that really ignites like the michael myers in me like i'm not gonna (laughs) lie especially if i was getting attached to you because like i don't let myself do that anymore i don't let my (laughs) i don't let myself get attached so if i start like feeling you a little bit like you know this is especially if i am like because I feel like you, like, as my best friend, can tell, like, when I'm actually interested in someone. If I'm, like, talking about you and I'm getting giddy to Nina, and then the next day I text you and you don't respond, I'm going to feel so embarrassed. Just, you mugged me off, man. Like, Utterly gagged. Literally, it's 
more difficult when you are getting attached. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are instances where ghosting is completely okay. We both kind of like recognize like eh, this isn't really going, and there's no formal conversation to be had. We kind of just like just drifted apart, you know, yeah. whatever. But when it's not mutual like that, it's painful, bro. Literally, because tell me why that happened to me this summer, <laughs> and we're still recovering, and I still literally like. I think because I'm pissed off because I feel like I'm a very understanding person and I really like emphasize communication in my day to day life. Like that's why I feel like our relationship like works so well is because if I have an issue with you, I bring it to you and we fix it. We move on. Right. That's how easy it is. So all the people listening right now, if you have a problem with someone, just speak up, stand on your business. If that is how you feel and they don't like respect you, then that's that's who they are. Job exactly. on. Get away exactly. from them. But for me to like, well, I was, me and this person were really like, we were talking pretty heavy, like hanging out all the time. And for me to reach out to them and them to not respond and then me to go, okay, so are we done talking? Like, is this the end of it? And they still didn't respond. I feel like that's just like overly disrespectful that I can't even go back to them like ever. Like you made exactly. a fool of me. Exactly. And now... Like, I'm mad at him. Yes, he can go to hell for all I care. But I ghost too. So, like, <laughs> literally, I'm I can't be too bad. Right. But I feel like when I do it, I feel like it's warranted. Yeah. <laughs> I I do it in, like, rightful ways. Like, exactly. Because I feel like in that instance, like, you were left with zero answers. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it was very abrupt there was no closure and i'm not necessarily saying that you need closure I need every it. single time <laughs> <laughs> i still want it so text me please because i know if you called me right now i would pick up about it <laughs> literally but okay be better than us <laughs> be better than we're us. telling you our way so you can improve <laughs> exactly exactly like Sometimes no response is a response. And I feel like, yes, we joke about, like, you know, we're still waiting around. But at the end of the day, I feel like we're both very secure individuals where it's like, yeah, it hurt, but I'm going to keep it pushing. You know, like, it was an L. I took my L. Like, life goes on. I took it with grace, but I'm still a hater. Oh, for sure. (laughs) For sure. Always a hater. What? Praying on your downfall actually right now as we speak. As we speak. But, no, I definitely think there are cases where it is warranted. And... Guys are weird. Sometimes guys are weird and your behavior is really off-putting. And it's just like, what, I'm supposed to sit here and explain to you why you did X, Y, Z and why it made me feel like X, Y, Z. And now I don't want to speak to you. If I say that to you, you're going to either like apologize. We're going to get into it. And like all of that can just not happen. It's completely avoidable. I don't want to pursue things with you. You're weird. Goodbye. Yeah. And I think especially like I feel like for me, or maybe for both of us, actually, like, when I ghost, it's not after, like, weeks of talking to right. you. Like, that's not how I go about things. But it's like, uh, this dude asked for my number. Right. Instead of getting killed, let me just give it to him. Exactly. And then I don't respond. Like, we had these guys, like, we were going to my apartment, and these guys were like, hey, yo, ma. And we both turned around. They're like, are y'all twins? We're like, okay. Be so for real. Be for real. <laughs> you see two light skins, and all of a sudden, we twins right, out here. Come okay, on. whatever. <laughs> and he's like... Let me get y'all number. They got out the car, bro. And when I tell you, like, no. Immediately. Did not pass uh, the vibe check. Or the fit check. 
face card declines. Everything. Immediately, no. But we're already too deep in because we already started a conversation. And right. I'm not going to be rude and disrespectful to your face. I'll just ghost you. So Exactly. They're like, let me get your number. Let me get your number. And we're like, okay, okay, okay. And then... They already knew because they were like, oh, don't be Hollywood. And you know, if you're going to say to a girl, so all all of the listeners, if you say to a girl, to anybody, don't be Hollywood, you know that they have every right to be Hollywood. Yeah, because what? Because why are you saying that? Because you know I'm about to like not talk you to know you, I'm not out text of you back. your league. Kudos exactly. to them for like trying though. Like yeah, kudos to that's them. That's why we entertained it. Like exactly. we let it like we let it be. We job vibe. We try to give you our Instagram so you could see us, but nah. You don't want to follow me? That's cool. You want my number? You got ghosted. Job. Literally. It is what it is. It is what it but is. But like I feel like we had every right to. And it's not like I even struck up a conversation with him via text. I just never responded. I even sent the little um the little Simpson jiff going into the going into, into the, the bush, bush. <laughs> never responded right and if anything i feel like that's more disrespectful <laughs> you played in that man's face it was funny i thought it was hilarious i condoned i said yeah send that that's hilarious i don't want to i don't want to make it seem like he was this nice sweet guy no he was weird there were red flags like when he was texting her like if you can't yeah. form a sentence and i have to reread your text i'm not responding oh, yeah. if you're spelling simple words wrong what you have no business come on you have no business and i think that being ghosted in those times where you are fully invested really kind of is just like a reality check and Mm -hmm. it teaches you to like be prepared to lose people at any moment in time because like people are weird and people are fake and it's just like that's how you're about to do me after we spent all this time together period yeah and it's just like that's not somebody you want in your life to begin with feel like for me when whatever his name is we're not even going to even try to remember because whatever he goes to me i i obviously know his name but <laughs> I, <laughs> I was hurt like i was like i was hurt that was crazy which is valid which is valid because, validate your feelings like but like it is what it is. Right. I'm not going to I'm not going to constantly get disrespected. I'm not going to reach out while you don't even have the decency to tell me that you don't want to be in a entanglement anymore. Now, when it comes to first dates, sheesh. First dates can be they're scary. I think like, they are so scary. I like getting ready for the first date, but then when it's actually time to like get in his car, I want to shit my pants. Have you, have you seen that TikTok where it's like, I'm going to do it, y'all. I'm going to go. Shut up. <laughs> Literally, that is me. That's me because you got to hype yourself up. Like, I'd be so nervous. But like, there could be some first and last dates. You oh, know what I'm saying? There have been like, many first and last dates. Now, let's get into some controversial conversation. Oh, that's what I'm here for. Who should pay for the first date? Well, obviously. And Let's see if you get canceled. <laughs> literally. literally. Um, in a heterosexual arrangement, first date, I feel, as a woman, a man should pay for the first date. Ah. <laughs> Damn. Okay, and here is why. This is... Th- you weed out the good ones and the bad ones. <laughs> and it's not like I'm a gold digger by any means. I understand everybody is broke in college, okay? 
first dates don't need to be at Ruth Chris and something so super extravagant and like, okay, he needs to whip out the card and I'm going to order the most expensive thing on the menu. If that's, that's your not... vibe, though, go ahead, girl, queen, pussy boss. Right. But me personally? Exactly. I'm it only speaking have to be from... that extravagant. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Speaking from my own personal experience, the check can be $12 and if he pays, I'm going to be impressed. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Thank you. Because I'm just appreciative. But when I'm setting standards for myself and I'm looking for a future partner that I want to spend the rest of my life with, I'm allowed to be as picky as I want. Mm -hmm. And on the first date, my man is paying for me. He's taking care of me. I'm a cute little princess who needs a protector and provider. I'm just a girl. I'm just a girl. Now, I think the person who initiates the date, who invites the person out or like, Mm -hmm. I guess is the more forthcoming should possibly be the one to pay. Right, and I And I just feel like if you're inviting me out, then I'm ass- not necessarily assuming, like never assume. I'm always going to cover myself. Always. But it would be nice. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with not pay- like them not paying for you. I feel like when in doubt, always bring money for yourself, always be able to cover you. But like it's just a sign in the positive, like, in a positive direction. Right. They're most likely going to be a second date. Like, it shows mm-hmm. that you're interested in me. Like, I feel... And, like, let's be so feral with ourselves. There are very few men these days who are going out of their way, planning a date. If anything, they're going to say, hey, you want to link? And you're going to say, yeah. Like, what do you want to do? He's like, I'm down to do whatever. Okay. okay. So then I end up planning it. I say where we're going to go. The least you can do is... Whip out that wallet. Boy. Come on. And I'm going to do the little thing where I fake reach for my purse. like, And oh. all I see is a lip gloss. Right. Ain't nothing in there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got Apple Pay because, ooh. <laughs> but it's just like, I feel like in this day and age, like, and let's say you don't, you're looking at a bank account and you're like, dang, I can't take a shirty out. We could do something that costs no money. Like, Literally. there are very simple things that we can do. And it's just like. As soon as, like, you say to a guy or something, like, with our guy friends or whatever, we're like, yeah, like, a guy's paying for me on the first date. It's like, oh, man, what the hell? What, what the hell, boy? Blah, blah, blah. Bruh, step up to the plate Come and on. hit the ball, bruh. Let's Pay go. for me. <laughs> what the heck? And if you have no money, I, again, have no problem not spending money. Literally, I had a guy, and he was like, um, we could do a little, like, sip and paint, or we can just paint and, like, just chill. Like, I just want to get to know you. And I was like, oh, like, I literally... Literally, like, and he said that because I paint in my free time. I was like, I literally have all the supplies. Like, you don't even have to get anything. Just come over. Right. And that's what we did is sit there and paint. And it's like, that's how easy it is. I agree. And I'm not saying you're going to pay and carry the financial burden for the rest of our relationship. This yeah. is literally just the first date. As soon as you swipe that card on the first date, I'm be pulling mine out every single time. I take care of mine. It's like, I want to spoil you as well. So it's yeah. like the financial burden should be spread between the two of us. It's not like every single time I'm going to expect you to pay. No, Stink, I got you too. Like, it's just the first day. Like, yeah, like, and I just feel like it just, we've been on this topic for a while, but like, it's just, it's just a nice thing to do. It just shows that like, especially if it's a good date, it shows that like, you like you care, like you had a good time. If you didn't have a good time, if that was a terrible date, you never want to see me again, say let's split the bill. Let's split the hoe. Yeah, if we're splitting, I to me, that's like you weren't super interested. Yeah, in you're not interested, whatever, whatever. Okay, say on a first date, like, you know, it's, it's going great. What is something that they could do that would automatic you're not getting a second date? 
if they're rude to like the waiter or waitress, oh, yeah, I cannot I that. stand that. Just like even like the like hostess, snobby. rude in general. You could be rude to the people sitting next to us at the table. Like, I don't know. That just is so off putting to me because I want my man to be perceived as like the nicest guy ever. Like somebody brings up his name in conversation. They're like, oh, yeah, he's such a good guy. Like, that's how I want people to speak of you. And if on my first impression of you, you're being rude. And I feel like sometimes guys think that it's like a turn on. Like, oh, I'm asserting my dominance. No. no. You're you look being like an so, asshole. You're being so rude right now. And like, I'm like, I'm a server. Like, I've worked three years in the restaurant business. Mm-hmm. I know, like, what it's like to have a terrible customer, someone who's very nitpicky, always demanding stuff. Like, that's why I speak so nicely to them. Like, you always make fun of me, but, like, I'm literally like, oh, whenever you get a chance, can I please get this? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, like, I'm never going to be rude to wait staff because I know what it's like to receive that. Mm-hmm. And... I'm always going to tip well. I'm always going to be kind. And, like, if they're rude, I think that is so off-putting. I think it's disrespectful. You don't even know these people, and you're going to be mean to them. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, even, like, as a server, like, I'm baffled by the way that people can be so disrespectful to a stranger. Right. Like, you have no idea what they are going through. And these are the people bringing your food. You're about to be rude to them. If that was me, I'd spit in it. Literally, I would spit in your food. Uh-uh. Gosh, I hope my and future. And I like tip twenty percent, please. please, please, bare minimum. Servers don't make no money. Tip and 20%. that's fine. And if you can't tip, I'll tip because I'll tip. I'm not letting my girl go out like that. Nah, what? Ugh. Okay, okay. How do you feel about um, touching door handles? Hate it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just think that it's it's not necessary you don't have to like open my car door and stuff but when it happens i love it Mm -hmm. like i feel so taken care of i feel like it's just you're going out of your way to do little things like opening the car door getting the door for me like it is so respectful it is so nice It, it it just really like bonus points to the max i agree so if it doesn't happen hey i go through my day to day life touching door handles it is what it is but when I go on a date and the guy opens the door for me, he makes sure he always is grabbing the door. Like, it is really, really nice. And it gives you mm-hmm. bonus points and you make it fucked. What? No, literally. And I think <laughs> I really did not care about it until it was done for me. Like, yeah. somebody did it and I was like, ugh. So if I'm with somebody in a committed relationship and they're not doing it, I'm going to be thinking to myself, Ugh, there's somebody out there that would. That would Even yeah. like I went shopping with my little brother when I was back home. He carried all my bags. Like he was opening the door for me. I feel like it's just the gentleman thing to do when the when in the presence of a lady you act accordingly. And I'm a little lady, so I'm somebody... gonna tell my little brothers you just said that because they would never. <laughs> yes, they I actually might nothing. throw their bags at me to hold it. They'll be like, you know, why didn't you get the door for me? I'll be like, bruh, <laughs> my brothers ain't shit. <laughs> Um, and they know who they are and they know i'm gonna send them this clip <laughs> y'all ain't shit literally protect me i'm just a girl <laughs> i'm just a girl so what you're 14 open the door for I me <laughs> but have you seen that tiktok sound that is like my brother in christ you are scaring the hoes <laughs> that's how i feel when i'm with mason <laughs> and he's carrying my bags i'm actually like give it to me actually <laughs> This is my brother. We look the same. Especially when I walk around with, with my brother, with my sister. With you. When yeah. I walk around with you. My sister, she she's gorgeous. We don't look alike, though. Mm-hmm. And 
she's obviously like gay, but I feel like she she scares the hoes or she takes them. She pulls more guys than I do, and it's actually so frustrating because she's not into it. <laughs> Send them my way, literally. Yeah. I just want a, a a gentleman, and I feel like a that's, protector. That's exactly like a provider, someone like just someone who goes out their way to make me feel safe, make me feel right. good about myself, like opening right. the door for me, doing little things like that. Like, All right, I have. A, we kind of talked talked about this briefly, but how do you feel like dating is different um, being here at school versus at home? Well, I feel like obviously we already mentioned like college is just hookup culture. I feel like you know, like you said, like everyone's broke, like. So it's, like, understandable when you can't afford, like, really nice dates and stuff like that. So, like, I get it. Because some people don't have jobs here, and that's okay. We're all here just fighting for a degree. Um, I feel like at home it's a little different just because when I go home for the summer, like, where everyone's working, you know, everybody got a little more, a little bit more money in the bank account. I just feel like it's just definitely a different vibe, and I feel like I'm more open to walking around with you in public. Like, oh, we're not going to see sure. people we go to school with, like... <laughs> I feel like it's just like fake real life, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. So dating, I feel like is definitely like it could be more serious. It's just we're all home for the summer. And even like if I go out to the clubs, like it's a different vibe. Plus where I live, like where I'm from and where I go to school are two different types of cities. Yeah. What do you think? I think I agree with everything you said. Another dynamic that we haven't really talked about as well is when I'm back home, like I'm, like, with my parents. I'm living with my parents. And usually the people that I'm with are, like, living with their parents as well. That's true, And so it kind of takes the hookup culture aspect out of it. And it kind of forces you to get to know people. Like, here at Hanson, it's like, all right, come over uh, to my apartment. apartment. Whatever. And it's like, okay, what else are we about to do? Sit here and watch a movie? Nah. Nah. We're getting busy. Come on. Be so for real. (laughs) So it's like, I think... It just depends what you're looking for, I guess. I mean, unless you like doing it in that backseat of that car, my boy, right. you're really not getting down with the get down. Because, right. But I also feel like it gives a little bit more high school because it's like, no, my mom's here. Like, you can come when my parents aren't over. And it's like, right. okay. I'm a kid but I think now. it also forces you to, like, hang out outside of the house, go on dates, walk the mall, do things like that, like more activities, mm-hmm. because you can't go and just sit at home. I agree. And I think that, like like you said, where I go to school and where I live are two completely different cities so i'm not ever ever defending a hampton man but it (laughs) is easier to plan dates in south florida versus hampton virginia Mm -hmm. there's more to do there's more activities like it's more engaging but don't get me wrong if he wanted to he would he would Mm -hmm. figure it out there don't let's go to the beach he'll say let's go down to this like nah if you want to you would studying in the library is a date like i'm i'm really a simple ask. come on let's go to the stew and get chick-fil-a like it's really not that hard okay what advice would you give to like literally anybody on almost kind of like how to like set their intentions how to figure out what kind of person they want, what they like, what they don't like. Like, how can they, I guess, like, almost implement that, practice that, do that. Okay. <laughs> you, this might get me canceled, like, for real. Uh-oh. I'm going to say keep a roster because I think that it allows you – no, I don't think. I know. <laughs> it allows you to keep your options open. It prevents you from getting overly invested in other people. And I feel like as long as you're honest with the people on your roster – not even a roster. It's a waiting list. <laughs> <laughs> Being honest, 
<laughs> with the people on your wait list. Like, hey, I am talking to other people. I'm getting to know other people. And my experience has made everyone work harder. <laughs> They're trying to outshine the other ones. And if y'all don't want to compete, then get gone. That's mm-hmm. fine. But I'm not about to sit here and lie to you and say, you're the only person I'm talking to. You're the only person I'm talking to. You're the only person I'm talking to. To six different guys. But I also feel like it helps you not get overly invested in one person. And you can really just... Like, yeah, you like this person, but you're also talking to someone here. And then you can see what you like, what you don't like, exactly. and kind of weigh the differences. And I feel like that's that's <laughs> what college is for. Like, college is the place to get to know people and figure out what you do and don't like. Like, when you go, like, let's say you go to the store and you try on the shirt. Like, the first shirt you try on, you're most likely not going to buy. But you shop around, you look at other shirts. Let's say none of the other shirts are really doing it for you. You're going to come back to that first shirt. Like, it's really not that complicated, and I feel like as long as there's open communication between all parties and making sure that everyone is safe and protected and mm-hmm. wrapping up and please, whatever. Please wrap it up. Don't please. get pregnant. Like, it's really it's really not a thing. But I, Go ahead. Sorry. But, but people get hurt when you're not honest, and right. I'm finding out things that you're doing behind my back while I'm being loyal. Literally, right. I also think that you can, like, make a list of... Um, qualities things you want in your partner stuff like that because I think like that helps you set your intentions on what you're looking for and I'm not saying like they have to hit all the markers like if you could compromise compromise but that helps you definitely set your intentions make sure like you know this is what you want that's what you're gonna go get and I think it's okay to be picky um it's okay to like be alone rather than be stuck with the wrong person i think it helps you set literally set your intentions for what you want to find in your partner and when you're dating when you're looking at your roster if they're not meeting the mark drop them like it's hot really really it ain't nothing but a thing and i think that it really takes a different level of maturity to like maintain a roster and honestly Mm -hmm. energy like my roster is really not talking about nothing these days but If that's the stage of life that you're in, I feel Mm -hmm. like you just need to be honest with yourself, not get overly invested. And like you said, like sometimes you're going to have to compromise like and it's okay to look at your list and be like, I'm really like vibing with this person, but they may not have X, Y, Z, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, they have they have you have 60 things on your list. They they're 59 for 60. Compromise on the last literally let it go, especially at Hampton. (laughs) Come on, come on, literally. But I think like why the dating world is so shit these days is because like people aren't willing to compromise. And it's like. They're so quick to be like, okay, well, I can find the next and on to the next. And like, just with, like HBCU culture in general, like homecoming season, like if your little stink went away to Jiho, trust, he came back with five new biddies on the roster. Like nobody yeah, was let safe. Him go. Like it's just everyone is just so quick to be on to the next and whatever rather than invest in a person and work and get through the things that need to be built for a strong foundation. I know we have been preaching anti-relationship this whole time, but when you do get to that stage where you are building a relationship with someone, compromises, I feel like, is should be on the forefront of your mind. Mm-hmm. And I think that just goes with communication. If you're communicating properly and saying things that bother you or saying what you don't like, you should have no problem being able to compromise, working out the... Con- like, 
literally have a flowing conversation say i don't like this i don't like when you do this they say oh i'm sorry um what can i do to make it better can you maybe try this okay let me try that that's a compromise exactly but that all comes back to people not being secure within themselves and validating their own emotions enough to feel like they can verbalize that to another person Hmm. and what what should we do be single to fix those problems like know yourself make sure that you're okay within yourself like you think that you're gonna jump into a relationship when you can't even decipher what emotion you're feeling and how to fix it and you can't do that within yourself but you're expecting another person to do it nobody is going to take you serious be so (laughs) fucking for real there's just no way there's no way that you expect to have a thriving and successful and fulfilling and nurturing relationship (laughs) get him get him (laughs) when you can't even say okay I'm mad and this is what I need to not be mad anymore if you can't do it by yourself I just don't understand like what the point is of like teaching someone like how to make you happy, what you like, all that stuff. Why would you teach them if you don't even know? How exactly. what are you telling them to exactly. do? Exactly. And if you be, can't do it for yourself. And it be the girls that have no like successful friendship not even girls. It be the people who have no successful friendships in their lives who are trying to find a significant other. Get okay. some friends. Bear with me. <laughs> I'm barren. Fattest red flag. Maybe Ooh. not the fattest, but it's up there. If your partner or someone you're talking to, if they do not have at least one successful friendship or somebody that is like a good long term friend or a bestie, if they don't have that, then something something's wrong. Like something is wrong because if you can't even have like a healthy friendship, at least one, because obviously you're my you're my most successful. You're my like, obviously we're sitting here looking at each other. But I have you. I have some long-term friends from kindergarten. Like, right. It, it, I feel like it shows a lot about the person, about the level of like maturity, willing to compromise, communications, things like that. Like, because there's obviously something healthy happening within your friendship for it to still be a friendship, for it to be successful. Mm-hmm. If you know people who are dropping friend groups left and right, something is wrong with that person. Exactly. If you let a new girly into your friend group or a new person into your friend group, and they're coming from other friend groups, other friend groups, other friend groups, and they're leaving because they're like, oh, those bitches are weird. They're weird. They're weird. Ah, shorty. She's the weird look one. In, look in the mirror because you're the weird one. Like, I'm saying. It's really, it's truly a reflection of yourself. And I feel like in a relationship aspect, to be able to understand the dynamic between me and Nina, you just have to experience it for yourself. It's really not mm-hmm. something that you can understand unless you have a best friend. And I feel like it is so important. And I'm not saying by any means Nina facilitates my relationships, but it's nice to have somebody who understands your thought process and help you work through big emotions because Mm -hmm. relationships are scary. And like sometimes it can be confusing. So to have somebody who you know, literally a battle buddy, someone who you know has your back and is going to give it to you straight will help you navigate those tough situations, especially in college. You have nobody here. Your family is not here with you. You need Mm -hmm. those friends to help you get through it. And literally, like, if you're talking to somebody and, like, you're like, oh, like, who are your friends? Like, let me meet them. And they're like, oh, I don't really have any friends. Like, I just keep to myself. Like, that's a red flag. If you've ever seen any Obsession movie ever, when they ask the person to meet their friends, to meet their family, and they literally are not or they're avoiding it, like... That's because they're going to kill you. Like, that's because something is wrong. So, yeah, check that out. Literally (laughs) check that out. (laughs) But as we always say, when in doubt, just mind your business. Mind yours. 
And it's really not that hard. At the I, end of the day, mind yours. <laughs> mind yours. It really be easy. That's how you that's how you stay scuff free. It, it really is. So now that we're back here with season two, we want to make sure that you guys are keeping up with us on the socials. So make sure you follow us on Instagram and mind yours podcast. We're going to be on and popping on TikTok as well. Um, so, yeah, make sure you guys follow us and stay up to date. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye. Bye.